0: Coffee Break Português, Lesson 8. Olá a todos e bem-vindos a mais um Coffee Break Português. Eu sou o Rafael.
1: E eu sou a Eva.
0: Muito bem, Eva. Como está?
1: Estou muito bem hoje. Uh, Obrigada. E você?
0: Estou muito bem também. Obrigado.
1: Great. So, as Rafael said, this is lesson 8 of Coffee Break Portuguese. And that means that we've already done lessons 1 to 7. So, if you've not heard them already, remember you can find them by looking wherever you're listening to this podcast. And you can start right at the beginning with us learning Portuguese right from Olá.
0: Yeah, and thanks everyone who's been leaving their reviews and comments. They're really helpful for us and um, they allow us to make even better uh, lessons for you.
1: Yes, yeah, so, muito obrigada. And so, Rafael, uh, está pronto?
0: Estou pronto. E você?
1: Eu também, estou pronta.
0: Ótimo. Então, vamos lá. Hello, it's nice to have you back with us. And today in this lesson, we are learning about more places in town. So some extra vocabulary there. Um, Also, we're going to learn how to ask about the existence of places in town and how to give some basic directions as well.
1: Okay, so following on with the same topic we were doing last lesson, but just taking things a bit further. That's right. Sounds good.
0: Okay, and as usual, we'll we'll start with a, a little review of what we've learned so far from the previous lesson. Okay. So, Eva, if we wanted to ask where something is, so, for example, where is the restaurant, what would we ask in Portuguese?
1: So, the question we learned last week was onde fica? And then, in this case, o restaurante?
0: Onde fica o restaurante? That's right.
1: Onde fica o restaurante?
0: Okay. Now, let's try with a feminine word. Um, Do you remember the word for bakery?
1: Yeah, that was a padaria.
0: A padaria. So, where is the bakery?
1: So, for where is the bakery, we could say, onde fica a padaria? That's right. Or we can also say, onde é a padaria?
0: Both forms are perfectly fine. Okay. Good, good. And now to refer to something that is um, near or far. So, if you want to say, it is near, what would you say?
1: I think that would be... É perto. Okay. Or fica perto.
0: Ou oh, fica perto, sim. And how about it is far?
1: Now, that one was uh, the word longe. So, é longe or fica longe.
0: Great. And one more important question we were practicing last uh, time was, uh, can you help me? So, how would you ask that?
1: So, that was, um, pode me ajudar?
0: Pode me ajudar? That's right. Muito bem. And... Let me just make a point here about this, um, this phrase. So, obviously, we are thinking that um, in the context where you're stopping someone on the street and asking them for help. Mm-hmm. In this case, you don't know the person, so you're using você. Você pode me ajudar. But who knows, you might ask a friend for help. In this case, you could also use the two form in Portuguese. All we have to do is just change the form of the verb. Okay. So, what would it be like, Eva, with the two form?
1: Well, I'm guessing based on other verbs we've looked at so far, we've quite often been adding an S to the você form, which turns into the two form. So would this be podes me ajudar?
0: Podes me ajudar? That's it. And another thing to to think about here is the position of the pronoun me. Ah. So we've been practicing pode me ajudar with the pronoun uh, preceding the verb, but it's also possible that the pronoun would go after the verb as uh, commonly used in Portugal, for example. So instead of me ajudar, ajudar-me.
1: Uh, is this very similar to when we were talking about uh, how to say your name and we could say, eu me chamo Eva or chamo-me, and it was that me that was changing position. That's it. Is it the same kind of rule here?
0: Yeah, it's the same rule. Uh, the only difference here is that with chamar-se, we were conjugating the verb, right? Eu me chamo. But here with ajudar, the verb is in the infinitive form. That's the form you find in the dictionary. Uh, so the only change here is the position of the pronoun and connected to the verb with a hyphen.
1: Okay, so either pode me ajudar or pode ajudar me. That's right. Okay. Well, shall we move on with our new content for today?
0: Boa ideia. That's good idea.
1: Ah, boa idea.
0: Boa ideia. Vamos lá. Okay, so last week we were asking where things were, so onde é? And now this week we're going to learn how to ask about the existence of a place in town. Now, so is there a library near here? Is there a bank near here? Ah, okay. So to do that in Portuguese, all you need to use is the word a. Ah, a. Ah.
1: That sounds very nice and straightforward. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so is there a bank near here? Há um banco perto daqui? Há um banco perto daqui?
1: Okay, so first of all, um banco. That was one piece of vocabulary we learnt in the bonus episode for lesson seven. Um, so that was a bank. And then our full phrase was
0: Há um banco perto daqui.
1: Há um banco perto daqui?
0: That's right. Is there a bank near here? So, we are using an indefinite article this time. Hmm. So, um banco, a bank. We don't know which one. It doesn't matter which one. Okay.
1: Okay. So, rather than je uh, u banco, whereas the bank, we're saying a. Uh, um banco is there a bank.
0: <laughs> That's it.
1: And the words for a or an, um, these are words we came across when we were talking about family members, I think. So, we were saying... For example, um, I have a son, we could say, tenho um filho, right?
0: Tenho um filho, sim. And how about, I have a daughter?
1: So then we're using the feminine word for a, which is uma. So, tenho uma filha.
0: Tenho uma filha. So, uma here can be uh, understood as uh, a daughter or one daughter as well.
1: Ah, yeah, of course. Okay.
0: (laughs) Ótimo. So, let's try this with some new vocabulary as well. Some new places in town. The first one is the bookshop, a place I really enjoy going to. A livraria. A livraria.
1: A livraria.
0: A livraria. And a bookshop. How would you say that?
1: Okay, so then it would be uma livraria. That's right. I think I find it quite confusing that the word for... The is a, because obviously in English, a is the indefinite article, Mm -hmm. but it's the definite article in Portuguese. So, (laughs) a livraria is the bookshop. That's right. But uma livraria, a bookshop? Yes. Okay.
0: Well, it will get better as you start thinking in Portuguese.
1: Yeah, I hope (laughs) so. (laughs) Uh,
0: Then we have uh, the library. So, a biblioteca. A biblioteca.
1: A biblioteca. Biblioteca.
0: And uh, a library.
1: Uma biblioteca.
0: Uma biblioteca. That's it. And the final word I want to teach in this segment today is uh, the word for market in Portuguese. Okay. So that would be o mercado. O mercado.
1: O mercado.
0: And if you're looking for a market.
1: That would be um mercado.
0: That's right. Masculine word. So um mercado. Excellent. So, how would you ask, is there a market near here?
1: So, I think, could I say, há um mercado perto daqui?
0: Há um mercado perto daqui? Exactly. And remember to try to join those vowels, okay? That will make you sound even more natural. Há um. Há um mercado. Ah. Há
1: um mercado perto daqui? Perfect. Okay. And how would somebody answer that? If there is a market nearby, what would they say?
0: Okay, so remember, in Portuguese, we tend to answer yes and no questions with the same verb that was used in the question. In this case, the verb is uh, "haver," né, which becomes "a" in this question. So the answer is also "a" if it's affirmative. So, há um banco perto daqui? Ah, sim.
1: Okay, I find this really strange. So, based on what we were saying in previous episodes as well, would it be incorrect? me to just reply sem.
0: No, it wouldn't be incorrect. Okay. Uh, but the most common way of answering yes or no questions in Portuguese is with the verb.
1: Followed by sem? If you want. Okay. So if someone asks, a <laughs> um banco perto daqui, you would probably hear either a or a sem. That's it. Okay.
0: And then, so now that you say, yes, there is, maybe the person will, will tell you, it's just over there. So let's learn some words to to situate ourselves in that uh, in that case. Sounds good. So to say over there in Portuguese, we'll say Ali. 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 So it's over there.
1: Could we say fica ali?
0: That's exactly what you should say.
1: Because in the last episode, we were saying fica aqui when we were looking at the map. So that was like, it is here. Yeah. But if we're pointing at something and saying it is there... Mm-hmm. Is that when we'd say, fica ali?
0: Fica ali, exactly. So imagine you're pointing somewhere in the distance. Fica ali.
1: Or could we say, é eh, ali?
0: You could say, eh, ali as well. Okay. Okay. So we have, aqui, we have ali, and to the left. Two words here. À A esquerda. À A esquerda.
1: À A esquerda.
0: Mm-hmm. Join them. À
1: À esquerda.
0: That's it. To the left.
1: Okay. To the
0: right. À direita. À direita.
1: À direita.
0: À direita. Uh So let's try uh, saying it's over there, to the left.
1: Okay, so there I could say, fica ali, à esquerda.
0: Muito bem. Então, uh, Eva, há uma livraria perto daqui?
1: Ah, sim. É ali, à direita.
0: Okay, good. Another phrase that we can use uh, to ask where we can find something is with the word onde combined with a. So, onde a. Onde há uma livraria?
1: Ah, so you're literally asking, where is there a bookshop?
0: Yes, where is there a bookshop? Onde há uma livraria? Onde há
1: uma livraria?
0: And then I'll say, ali, a esquerda.
1: Ah, so there it's, there, on the left.
0: There, on the left.
1: Okay. Okay. So could I ask you, onde há um mercado?
0: Ali, a direita.
1: Okay, and there the market is there, on the right. That's it. Now, to use these left and right phrases, so if you were trying to give me directions to go to the market or go to the bookshop, um, how would we say, for example... Um, turn left, turn right.
0: Okay, so to turn left and turn right, we would say viri and then a esquerda or a direita. So viri. Viri. Viri.
1: And viri means turn.
0: Viri means turn, it's from the verb virar and I'm assuming you're talking to someone you don't know, so you're using the você form and this is like a, a, a command, an order, right? So viri turn left
1: So that was viri a esquerda and viri a direita
0: Viri a esquerda, viri a direita. And another useful one would be go straight ahead. Mm. So here we're going to use the verb seguir which in this case becomes siga. 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 So go straight ahead. Siga em frente. Em frente.
1: Siga em French.
0: That's it, siga in French.
1: Okay, and let's go cool, straight on.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's now time for our break. After the break, we're gonna listen to a conversation where all these sentences are being used um, with with a new voice.
1: Oh, sounds good. Okay. Sounds
0: interesting. Okay. Até logo. Até já. Olá. It's Mark from
1: Coffee Break here. I hope you're enjoying learning Portuguese through these episodes, but I thought you might like to know that we have a full online course available, which includes extra resources to accompany each lesson of Coffee Break Portuguese. Our online course includes a video version of each lesson, bonus audio episodes, and written lesson notes. To find out how you can access the course and get the most out of Coffee Break Portuguese, just visit coffeebreakportuguese.com.
0: Hello and welcome back. So, as we've said before, uh, we're going to listen to uh, a conversation um, with a different speaker so you can experience uh, a different accent in Portuguese. Okay, Eva.
1: That sounds great. I look forward to, to hearing another accent. Yeah,
0: so while you're listening to it, of course, apart from understanding what is being said, also pay attention to to the differences in, in the accent as well.
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: Excellent. Olá. Com licença. Claro. Pode-me dizer se há um banco por aqui? Há um banco, sim. É longe? Onde fica? Não, é muito perto. Fica ali, à esquerda. Obrigado. Mais uma coisa. Onde fica o mercado? Fica um pouco longe, 15 minutos a pé. Vira à esquerda e siga em frente. À direita? Não, à esquerda e em frente. Ah, obrigado. Tenha um bom dia. Nada. O senhor também. So, Eva, how was that?
1: It was quite fast. <laughs> it, was, it was good practice hearing, um, hearing two different voices in a conversation, but um, I think it would really help me at least, and maybe our listeners too, if we could hear the same conversation, but a bit more slowly.
0: Sure, let's do it one more time, a bit slowly now. Olá, com licença. Claro. Pode me dizer se há um banco por aqui? Há um banco. Sim. É longe? Onde fica? Não. É muito perto. Fica ali, à esquerda. Obrigado. Mais uma coisa. Onde fica o mercado? Fica um pouco longe, a 15 minutos, a pé. Vira à esquerda e siga em frente. À direita? Não. À esquerda. E em frente. Ah, obrigado. Tenham bom dia. De nada. O senhor também. And now that we've heard the slow version, um, Eva, what are your first impressions, your comments?
1: Well, it was good to hear a couple of little pronunciation differences which we have talked about before um, and which we've heard from Catarina. Um, for example, we heard À esquerda with that sh sound rather than a esquerda. So that was a little difference we heard. And I think we also heard siga en friend with a t sound rather than a ch sound.
0: Yeah, that's that's absolutely right.
1: Okay, apart from that though, it was, o- <laughs> it was okay. I could understand most of it. But I think it would be useful to, to go through the conversation now because there there were a few new words and phrases there. So you can help us with those.
0: Certainly. So let's do it line by line. And I'll repeat the lines in Portuguese, and then you tell me what you understand. Okay. Okay. So the conversation started with "Olá, com licença."
1: Okay. So straightforward enough. We we know all of this. Um, hi. Hello. Uh, excuse me.
0: And then "Claro." That was our sure, of course. Pode me dizer se há um banco por aqui?
1: So there are a few new things here, but I think you're asking. If there is a bank somewhere nearby?
0: Yeah, so I was asking if there was a bank. And to ask if, in Portuguese, we're going to use the word se. 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 And then in this sentence, uh, you also see a new verb. It's the verb dizer. Dizer in the infinitive form here, which means uh, to tell. So here, tell me. Me dizer. ah, Or dizer me. Uh, Before that... We have another verb, and that's the verb poder, can, or be able to. Mm -hmm. So, can you tell me if there is a bank? Pode me dizer se há um banco? And then we finish with por aqui, around here.
1: Ah, so is that similar to perto daqui, but rather than close to here, por aqui is more like in the general area we're in.
0: That's right. Aqui.
1: Okay, so that full question was.
0: Pode me dizer se há um banco por aqui?
1: Okay, I'll give that a go. Okay, Ah, Yeah,
0: that's
1: it.
0: So you're combining vowels again. So the C kind of turns into a e sound.
1: Um Perfecto. Okay, and what did, what was the reply to that?
0: Há um banco, sim.
1: So, there is a bank, yes.
0: And then the next line was, é longe, onde fica?
1: So, here we're saying, is it far away, é longe, where is it?
0: Mm-hmm. Then the next line, não, é muito perto, fica ali, à esquerda.
1: So the reply was no, it's very close. Fica ali. It is there, a esquerda, uh, on the left.
0: Muito bem. And then, obrigado. Mais uma coisa. Onde fica o mercado?
1: Okay, so here you say you say thanks and then you ask where is the market. Um, but I didn't catch what was in between those two.
0: Yeah, so mais uma coisa. Another thing.
1: Ah, so this is the mais we've learned, which means uh,
0: more. More, yes. And then we have uh, coisa, thing, mais uma coisa.
1: Okay, so one more thing is there, or where is the market?
0: That's it. Fica um pouco longe, A quinze minutos a pé.
1: So the first part of this was, it's quite far. Um, what was the second half of this sentence?
0: A quinze minutos a pé.
1: Okay, so you're saying how many, how many minutes away it is um, a pé, a by pé. foot?
0: By foot, that's it, a pé.
1: And how many minutes was it by foot?
0: Uh, Fifteen, quinze. Quinze? Quinze.
1: Okay, we haven't done our numbers past ten <laughs> yet, so we'll look forward to learning that one. So that was a quinze minutos a pé?
0: A quinze minutos a pé. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, viri a esquerda. E siga em so
1: this was giving the directions, it was um, turn left and go straight on. A direita? So then you asked uh, right?
0: No, a esquerda e em frente.
1: And then confirming no, it's left and em frente, uh, straight on.
0: Straight on, em frente. Obrigado, tenha um bom dia.
1: And then thanks, and then a nice phrase we learned in one of our bonus episodes, which was tenha um bom dia, which was have a good day.
0: Have a good day. De nada, o senhor também.
1: And then you're welcome, Um, the same to you, sir, or something like that. Um, You also have a good day, and she's addressing you as o senhor.
0: Exactly. We we don't know each other, so we're just being very polite here. O senhor também.
1: Well, that was a, a great conversation with lots of lots of nice words and phrases to learn in it.
0: E é tudo por hoje. I hope you've enjoyed this lesson. So this is us at the end of our lesson, and remember, this is just one part of the full online coffee break Portuguese course.
1: Exactly. So if you're interested in um, taking your Portuguese even further. You can find out all about our full online course, which includes a video version of this lesson, a bonus audio lesson for each episode, um, and written lesson notes. And you can find out everything you need to know at coffeebreakportuguese.com.
0: And don't forget to join our mailing list as well for more tips to help you with your language learning.
1: And for that as well, you can go to coffeebreakportuguese.com. Obrigado. Obrigada. E até a próxima. Tchau.